This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. In this episode, Jeremy, what big branding for small business will we be talking about? Yes, Jay, I'd like to take some time to kind of address some questions that I've gotten in the past that I used to not be able to answer. But as I've grown over the years and uh, really kind of educated myself even and overcome some personal obstacles, uh, it is the fact that there are services out there that will do a logo for you. And in some cases, for very inexpensive uh, amount. Uh, these services, some people ha- are familiar with uh, Fiverr is probably the most popular one. And there's another one called uh, Upwork. And then another higher level than that was called TopTal, um, where or it's abbreviated Top Talent. And these are websites that you can go in and uh, create a brief and or put in a bid uh, to uh, a pool of designers uh, and Really, they all chomp at the bit. Again, it's chomping in the water in a lot of cases. You'll get people from all over the world. And I know that is something that they uh, compete against is um, the disparity in economic status across the globe. And in some cases, you'll get a relatively inexpensive, I don't want to say cheap, because uh, I have seen cheap look good. Um, but yeah, an inexpensive logo for your business. Yeah, the question that I referred to is, uh, why should I hire you over them? And I really had to come to grips with that question because I couldn't answer it to begin with. Like I mentioned, and it finally dawned on me that I'm not uh, competing against these guys. I mean, I used to be on Fiverr and also Upwork years ago to kind of get my freelance career. And it was a great place to make contacts. And I had some clients on there, but I've slowly grown into trying to position myself as something that's, I hate this term, but spoke or unique that is set apart from what most of the people on Fiverr and Upwork, uh, are trying to do as far as just get as much gigs as possible and high turnover and not as much deep dive care and concern with working with the client. So, cause it is a little bit of a hands-off approach and a lot of designers love that. I know a lot of designers, the joke is that they just go into their cave and they whip out some design and six weeks later they show up. And I've heard more horror stories, if you will, of, uh, Someone doing the $5 deal, getting somebody working with them, getting nine options again to the point uh, in a couple of episodes ago where it's like, okay, now I've got to, I hired somebody, but I've got to make a choice as a small business owner again. And then you got to go through that process and then there's reiterations. And so they get paid for each round you go in some cases, uh, depending on how they have their profile set up. I've heard people going in with $5 and coming out spending 300 or 300 and spending 800 mm. just because of the rounds. And really that kind of speaks to uh, just why the strategy component of it, why hiring a, and I'm not calling these people unprofessional, but someone who wants to have more of a hands-on approach and really educate you more and take the time and care and consideration instead of just give me money, I give you logo, we're good, our hands are clean. Um, approach in 
that's why I love, uh, honestly, that's what I, I get fired up the most when I get to meet new people, when I get to work with new people, when I get to know new people. Uh, so uh, coming from that cave designer mentality to like, hey, I'm being out in front and I'm positioning, uh, I'm, I'm having good, deep conversations about business with these. And I'm learning a lot from them as well. Uh, it is so much more satisfying and so much more rewarding for both me uh ultimately and also the small business owner because they are cared for they do feel cared for you are making sure that you communicate over communicate and with them about where we're thinking, where we're headed, what direction we're headed. Uh, so that when I do go in and use my creativity to uh, craft what they've given to me on a silver platter, ultimately, that I don't have to show them multiple versions. In some cases, I only show one. Um, and it lands every time because, because. I took the time and the effort to really walk with them hand in hand through the process uh, to give them exactly what they needed. And, and again, it's not what I want. It's what they needed based on everything that we've gone through in the workshop. So as a small business owner, I am just want to kind of reiterate what I just what you just said. At some point, you literally did logos on Fiverr and Upwork as a freelancer. And because you grew as a as what you do in your industry, you became more educated and you cared. You really began yeah. to miss the part that you cared and having that that connection with that one-on-one -on -one small business owner where then you could have take them through the exploration strategy that you do to really connect with them on a deeper level on where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And in some cases, some small businesses, it's, it is just a task. It's like, I need to hire somebody. This is an obstacle. I need to get over it. And that's great. Like, I am all for uh, getting over those obstacles. And if spending 50 bucks or 100 bucks in Fiverr or Upwork or wherever uh, gets you past that uh, to get you really thinking deeper, then go for it. Like, again, I am not most brand strategies are not for every small business but that's not my major concern uh, again it goes back to just educating the small business owner uh, if they go into top towel or upwork or fiverr like what to be on the lookout for or even how they can ask a designer specific strategic questions uh, to even challenge the designer. And that might help them pick a better person because I know there's amazing people on all those platforms. So I don't want to have a, a scarcity mindset so much so that I think they're competition or I, they feel like I'm competition with them because we're not. Uh, I mean, they serve a purpose obviously for a lot of small businesses out there. Um, and that's, Fantastic. I mean, and I support everybody that does it because, again, I was that person at one point in time. Um, but like you said, the the caring component, the the client interaction, um, and a lot of designers hate that part of it. But the client interaction, um, because I get to pick the clients out in the same way that they get to pick me out. Like it's it's a two way street in every case. There, I haven't had to deal with this, but I know. 
I know uh, my mentor and some other brand strategists out there, they've had to cut ties with a client because um, they're not willing to have an open, honest conversation. And it really was just a necessity type driven decision. And when the client's not giving you everything that they've got, then it's difficult for you to do your job. And at that point, any intelligent designer or strategist needs to make the choice of this is going to end in a disaster and frustration for both them and me. And this is not how I want to operate. So they have to make that hard decision of severing ties um, when they come up on a friction point like that. Um, and in some cases, depending on how many, what they call stakeholders or people who are making decisions within the business, it, it might be you need somebody else at the table or you need more people. Most people discount having legal if they've got a legal department or finance if they got a finance person at the table when making design choices. But good brand strategy takes everything into consideration. So there will be a point to where those people interact with whatever you've created. And if they're not part of that process, one, they could feel left out. I'm not trying to save everybody's emotions here, but they could feel left out in some cases. Um, and they also, they might have some good input, search some things in their department that you could solve for them in the strategy component of it. I really, really like, Jeremy, that you are are really hitting the nail on the head when you're saying that you're not, we're not for everyone, right? Small businesses, when working with other small businesses, it, it's more of an interaction. And some people don't take that. So in your experience on when you were on Fiverr and Upwork, how much interaction were you actually having with your client? Yeah, really at that point on the projects that I did work on, it was, again, a brief, tell me about it. If you've got any questions, you need to ask them, ask them the questions. But again, in most cases, they were the basic surface level questions. In some cases, there were some funny ones like, uh, if you were an animal, what would you be? Um, and there's a reason behind that. I used to knock that question, but I now knowing the context of why that question is asked, uh, it's, it makes perfect sense. Uh, but you would just basically submit... Like, again, they would give you if they had logos or assets or brand color palettes or brand guidelines to any shape, form or fashion. In some cases, a lot of them were just like, hey, here's my business. This is what I'm doing. I need a logo. And then you would go back and you would say, submit either kind of a mood board or say, hey, this is you would make the decision and say, this is what I think you should be. And then they would either like it or dislike it or send you examples. So there would be a lot of back and forth um, in some cases that seem necessary, but uh, it's it's just a lot. It could be a lot of back and forth and it, opinions, opinions get brought into the mix. And when opinions in a lot of cases get brought into the mix, uh, instead of making the right decision for your brand, I know that's probably needs to be expanded upon a little bit, but when you have an opinion, like I had I know a boss that worked for a religious magazine and he hated the color purple. That was just his personal thing. But 
as we all know, if well, not all of us, but I mean, if most people of faith know that purple is considered a like the ultimate color in a lot of religious organizations, so it didn't make sense for the brand, but it his that was his personal taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as personal taste can play a part in the brand, they do not need to be the decision making driving force uh, behind it. And it wasn't. I was young in my career when I had that boss like that, but I, today I would push back with why, like why? And if it is because I don't like it, I I mean, that's, I would push back even harder because that's not good enough. Just because you don't like something, we need to find out why you don't like it. Because oddly enough, it could be some traumatic event that happened to you that you don't like a script font or a certain color or whatever. And then we've got to get past the point of, is this right for your brand? And if it's still not right for your brand, then we move on. So um, I just, it, it became a lot of that when we're working on the fiber and upwork as far as like, well, I, I designed it this way because I think this works for you without actually asking what works for you. So it sounds like you're just spending minimal amount of time with each client when you're on that from that point of view, from Fiverr and Upwork. And now since you've grown and expanded and you've become a brand strategist, you really take more time. Again, we bring in the care, but you bring more time and care for that interaction to even coach them through why something might not, their opinion might stop them from having a really great brand. Yeah. Ultimately, you want to do what's best for the brand and taking personal, even from a designer's point of view, taking your personal tastes, opinions out of uh, the mix. I mean, yes, uh, if I am hired, I am hired for um, my creativity. Ultimately, I am a tool, a vessel, if you will. Uh, But I have to take all subjectivity out of that as far as... um, doing what's right for the brand. And that is all guided by the process that I use. And it is, I trust, I mean, I'm a big Roll Tide Alabama fan, sweated this weekend, but trust the process. That's a big quote that Nick Saban, the coach there that has obviously succeeded. And in, in a lot of cases, I'm seeing that process it's a win-win and it's a win for me because it, t- it takes the pressure off of me in a lot of cases and it helps me to be clearer on my decision-making and uh, ultimately create a brand that then enhances your business and helps you also have a clear focus uh, on how to make decisions uh, in the future for your business because you've done the hard work. You've done the initial just gritty, grindy, monotonous minutiae so that you can wade through the muck and the mire and find those gems that lie within just having good conversations around what it is you're trying to build. So what if someone has already gone to uh, someone else? Well, you won't even mention names, what, what where they went, but what someone else already has a logo and they bring that to you. Can you, are you willing to then work with them and maybe even suggest changes or are you like, nope, I don't want to work with you because you worked with someone else? Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'm always willing to have the conversation. If you bring a logo that somebody else did, 
Um, in a couple cases, I've had pre-existing logos. Uh, I've, I've been fortunate to help people launch their brands, but I've had a couple clients that have pre-existing logos. Um, de- depending, some people, like I really like what I had here. So I would go into, again, it's the expression. What do you like about it? Tell me more about it. And you can't listen for the on the nose answers because they may say they liked something about it, but it may, you just have to uh, just kind of think about all the words that they're saying so that you can say, okay, I hear you say this. And again, it's about recommunicating back to them um, what they said so that we can all be on the same page. And um, I won't necessarily turn them down, but if it's, if there is a, client that does that and is just like this is my logo this is what i want to use no hands down just just use it and i want to hire you to do some other stuff like to do design or build build the visual identity around it um that case i may i may say no um if they're not willing to be pushed a little bit and to be questioned about previous decision making process um, so, but I always like to push in the nicest way possible without being too pushy to, um, really get down to that. Why? I love it. So if someone wants to connect with you and go more further into deeper and connect with, interact with you and know more about their, why, how do, what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, so super easy. You can find me online at duobsbranding.com. And on the website, you can learn more about me. Uh, You can see some of the work I've done. And ultimately, I mean, feel free to download the free workshop I mentioned. I mean, if you really need to dive deep into, uh, deeper into uh, your brand, even if you've got something already existing, uh, this workshop will just kind of walk you through, uh, ask you the strategic questions, and then even give you a brief explanation of uh, how to reframe your thinking and to really uh, find those gems that I mentioned and all the minutia of thoughts that you have about your business. And um yeah, it's completely free. Uh, I just ask that you trade an email address uh, so that I can keep in touch with you and see how things are going. Um, and even if you don't want to do the workshop yourself and you want to um, invest in your company and spend time with me, um, I always like to have a little 30-minute DNA discovery call just to kind of get to know you again it's that care and that attention and really just to make sure that we're a good fit together. And um yeah, I love connecting with people anyway. So uh, that's uh, something that I would offer people as well. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for sharing your experience behind the other side of uh, the other freelance websites, how you worked in that realm and now you have grown into being a brand strategist and that you really love to interact with your clients and really find out their why and continue to go even further. And when you are ready to invest in yourself and your business, you can find out more and connect with Jeremy at nobsbranding.com.